scumbags! Rage! Sports Rage with Gabe Morency. Rage all you want. Everybody else in between, but we love it. Uh, we love it. Uh, we're throwing it down. Steve Merrill kicked it with us in uh, level one. Tony Finn will join us in level two. You know how we do it. Friday nights, we spend the first hour of the program uh, talking college football, and then we switch gears. We go into NFL with Tony Finn. Uh, but I'm in a college mood, man. College football has been a lot of fun uh, this year. Uh, we got the Breeders' Cup uh, as well. We'll try to uh, nail a couple of winners. We'll share our thoughts as far as the Breeders' Cup. Uh, is concerned. Uh, we told you guys, we've been talking about BYU all year long, uh, and I'm a moron for jumping up and in and uh, taking Boise on a teaser even, uh, but the over did cash. We like the over, the BYU game, and uh, BYU, Zach Wilson, uh, people are, you know what, they, they played Troy, they played, and even I brought it up. And listen, I know BYU's the real deal. And we, you know the thing with BYU is these guys are men, man. All right, let's look at the age. You know what? We're going to look at our age a little bit here. I think like the center on BYU was older than Tony Finn, and Tony Finn saw Led Zeppelin live. <laughs> All right? <laughs> so like the BYU Cougars, like no joke, the BYU Cougars are older than the Arizona Cardinals. I bet you I'm willing to bet if we do their average age, it's like the same thing. You know, like when Cliff Kingsbury came into the National Football League, everybody said, oh, Cliff Kingsbury. Guy coaches college kids at Texas Tech. He's going to come in, going to come in and, and coach uh, coach in the NFL. And, you know, Chris Kingberry, great coach. You know what he said uh, at the time? He goes, yeah, it's funny. He goes, I don't know how I'm going to relate to these guys. He goes, the average age on Texas Tech was 21. The average age on the Arizona Cardinals, 23. Yeah, I know. Yeah, Kingsbury's going to have a hard time relating to them, right? Kingsbury's like in his mid-30s, all right? How old is Kingsbury? 34, 35 or something like that? Yeah, he relates with the kids just fine, and he relates in the National Football League just fine. Wicked cool NFL game. Miami Dolphins and the Arizona Cardinals on Sunday. Tua versus Kyler Murray. And in fact, because I remember everything, I remember sitting at the red card in Vancouver, and in fact, that was the last time my mother was at one of our live shows, and it was Kyler Murray versus Tua, Oklahoma, Alabama. We come full circle. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Rage it up. Sports Rage with Gabe Morency. Rage all you want. Yeah, Mo, that team sure did suck last night. They just played suck. Yeah, Mo, that team sure did suck last night. They just played sucked. I've seen teams suck before, but they were the suckiest bunch of sucks that ever sucked. Level two. Tony Finn, Las Vegas, Nevada. Wager talk, ready to step up and in here. As I got Mick Aussie going crazy in our chat here tonight, but uh, we love Mick. It's a Friday night uh, freak show. Uh, here this evening, great stuff uh, with Steve Merrill in uh, level one. We bring in a man. We got to we got to do the combo actually with uh, with Steve Merrill and Tony Finn. 
Tony Finn steps up and in wager talk in the house. What's going on, Tony? Uh, it's a it's a exciting Friday night in Las Vegas, Nevada. You know, you know, COVID has turned the corner, right? So it's no longer around, and everyone's here partying. No, it's gone. And I'm jo- and I'm yeah, we joking. We turned the corner. Yeah. No, no, it's totally gone. It's yeah. totally gone. You're right. Turn the corner is exact. That's what I keep. Isn't that what that guy keeps saying? It's turn the corner. Yeah. Don't worry, Tony. That guy. There was yeah. only. Only 122,000 cases today, buddy. Yeah, I. You know how how does how does someone like me and you, uh, you know, knock on wood? How do we av- avoid being one of those hundred thousand? Because Dude, I'm pretty irresponsible. I was, I was in New York City during the heart of it, bro. All right, <laughs> so don't talk to me about this stuff. Trust me, uh, I was one of the first people. But that's 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 besides the point. Actually, and all you know, all kidding. Um, I saw in the news, it was a great video out there. There's people outside the Clark, uh, the Clark County Convention uh, down at the Las Vegas Convention Center. They were on their knees praying about the recount and the votes and stuff. Uh, I yeah. saw you, Tony. You were one of them down there playing, <laughs> were you? <laughs> right? You were down there? Well, uh, uh, you know, uh, my wife has a rule. She tells me every day I start talking about what, and not that I can't talk because that's one thing I can do. I can say a lot and actually mean nothing or say nothing. But she said, you know, Tony, try not to try not to pray too much or talk too much about politics and you'll be happier. So I'm trying to listen to her. No, no, you're exactly, you're exactly right. And I have too. <laughs> I'm actually a political junkie. I've looked away leading up into all this, but I've been fascinated and really I'm just, you know, and I'm not saying, like I said, remember in the, in the old days with the point spreads, the Roxy line and everything for recreational purposes yeah. only in the newspaper. But, you know, for recreational purposes only, I have a couple of states tied up, Tony. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I got yeah, a couple of states in tied life. up. <laughs> in my, unfortunately, well, not unfortunately, but the truth is there's never been anything in my life that I did recreationally. I did it full ass bore out. Go, let's go full term. I, you know, so it wasn't People any fun. What I'm talking about. Yeah, but in the old days, so the newspaper before the internet and stuff, right? You had a point spreads from somewhere. That was my deal. Sure. What was your deal, Tony, growing up with the bookie? That was our deal in the old days. Sunday morning newspaper point spread. Was that how you used it? Was that the closing number for you guys, too? That's the way that was well, our deal with my book. It was Sunday yeah. morning newspaper line. It was you're absolutely like, there's nothing sophisticated about my grandpa's book. I mean, it was, uh, you know, he was well, your grandfather was, was most, a bookie. My grandfather I, was a bookie. Ran all he was a little suburb outside of Kansas City, not little. Wow, but all a, you guys, uh, KC, yeah, like yeah. the movie Goodfellas. Like I've always said too. So yeah, the Midwest people don't realize it. Pittsburgh, Youngstown, Ohio, the Kansas City area. I'm fast. I didn't know this. So sorry to cut you off, but I just want to set that amazing. Yeah. So your father, your grandfather ran a shop, huh? He had he ran all the craps games, all the poker games, everything. He had, uh, and I won't mention his name, but I, I guess I could mention his initials, and it would be Agent Sap. But uh, uh, he had the FBI agent in his pocket, and uh, one day my he came to my grandpa and said, uh, "John, too much pressure on me." Uh, he said, "You're gonna have to close. You can play anywhere you want, but you're gonna have to shut down." And he had another business. He had a a big uh, union contracting painting business, so. Uh, he was a sharp guy, but but it, the Sunday morning paper he he did, he wasn't sophisticated. He made the number, and if you beat him, you got paid. And if he beat you, oh, yeah. you better pay his ass. Yeah, he's a badass. He said his own number. You know. So listen, you're in Vegas, and me and Tony Finn have actually never met before. We've spoken a lot, and I lived in Vegas before, but we never crossed paths. But I so I lived in um, 
what was the condo name? The Allure. Uh, the Allure. Allure. I lived, I, so you know the Allure. So it's on Sahara, Las Vegas Boulevard, right? So you know yeah. that that condo tower right there? Nice uh -huh. building, actually. Yeah. I really loved it there. I really, really did like it. The neighborhood sucks, but the the condo yeah. itself was so cool. Like, dude, it's nothing but porn stars and poker players. <laughs> like an yeah. handicapper. Yeah. Like, and they're like, it's really just a who's who. So you know who lived in that building? I get in the elevator one day. I see, like, an old dude with, like, this hot, hot chick. And uh, Jimmy Vaccaro, right? So I know Jimmy. Oh, yeah. I, everyone knows Jimmy, right? But yeah. obviously a legend of the business. And where he's he's from Pittsburgh, right? So um, yes, he is. Yeah. So Jimmy Vaccaro and just like a wealth of knowledge. And you know, I'm just a dumb punk at those. I'm still a dumb punk. But you know, this is like 2012. Aaron, he knew he knew I, I was good friends with Dave Malinsky and Teddy. So you know, I you know I had my place there. But so I, I was speaking with uh, you know speaking with Jimmy, and I learned so much about gaming. And I'd ask him stuff, and he knew all that history. Like, I always I ask, like, the word teaser. The word teaser. Who invented it? <laughs> like, to come up. Like, what a, what a dangle, huh? What a dangle. Huh? Like, right. who, like, what, like I, I'm fascinated by that stuff. Like, who in the room said, you know what? We're going to add points, and we're going to call it a teaser because it's going to tease people and think they're going to win. But it's a perfect name, teaser. And, and I don't know. I'm ashamed to admit it now, but... I don't even want to put you on a spot, but who's the guy that created the point spread system? Jimmy Vaccaro answered the question. He goes, it's a guy from Pittsburgh. He created the whole Vegas line system, right, in the late 50s, early 60s. But if you guys remember, he got busted sending the money back to Kansas City, right? And some grocer in Kansas City, he's like, he was wired, the mob in KC. Some guy in KC, and like, remember they said, after all this, some son of a bitch talked too much at his grocery store in Kansas City, and he was wired. And the whole operation came down, and it's a true story. So yeah, that's that's fascinating stuff, uh, Tony. Man, so gambling's in your blood. Yes, and, and by the way, Charles, who if anyone's interested, it was Charles McNeil who invented the point spread. He was a yeah, yes. he was a head of master's degree from the University of Chicago. Um, uh, he was a math teacher, so it makes sense, right? He invented point spreads, huh? That's, that's amazing. Yes, sir. That's, yeah. that's amazing. Because, guys, remember the old days? And it was brought up earlier, like uh, Teddy, me and Teddy, Teddy Covers talked about this last night about, like, people used to bet on Truman. And the old days, you bet on elections. And, but, like, betting's been around a while, guys. People used to bet, but it was horse racing and it was boxing, right? Like, boxing betting was big. Horse racing betting was big. That's why, like, Secretariat and the legends of the stories of the old derby and stuff are so big, Right. Football betting as we know it, guys, as we know it, with point spreads, you know, over-unders. Over-unders were only in the 70s. But point spreads, and, and Tony, you know more than I do about this, evidently. But I'm getting, what was it, like 62? 62, 63? In that era, what? that's when the point spread was uh, was invented in, in the Vegas casinos by the mob. Um, you know, by the mob, the casino movies, the Budsy Seagulls, et cetera, of the world, those cartels. They invent, you know, they opened up and, and they started. So it's early 60s, right? Point spreads as we know it. Uh, yeah, well, and that's absolutely, it was in the 50s. I think it's McNeil made, he basically initiated, started uh, as a Chicago bookie, uh, started to, and, and, and it expanded from there before it was, before it was mainstream. Yes, you're, you're absolutely right, 60s. Uh, that's yeah, when Lynn yeah. Dawson, that's when Lynn Dawson and all, I mean, they're taking Super Bowls off the board. Gabe, as people know, because, uh, you know, professional athletes, even the stars, didn't make 
uh, it, it's difficult to get a guy down to throw a game, but they thought Linda Austin was throwing games. Well, remember what? Alice Callis, right? Remember? Like, stars right. did throw Absolutely. games in those days. Yeah, yep. they did. Yep. That's what happens when you pay them 500 bucks a game, Tony. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And some are dubbed. That's why Len Dawson's having a smoke and a Coca-Cola at halftime. He's like, suck it. You'll pay me <laughs> enough anyways. All right, we're getting some picks on the other side. What a segment with Tony Finn. Great stuff. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. You're listening to Sports Rage with Gabe Morenci. Portrait late night, great stuff with Tony Finn. Um, we're just talking about the history of gambling a little bit. So I was saying, me and Tony never uh, hooked up, but you know, Tony, I've got a trip. Uh, we've got, you know, our, our, one of our big radio affiliates is San Diego. And um, you know, I'm thinking of going to San Diego and LA, et cetera, in the new year. But I actually like the fact, and you're there right now, Tony, so you can tell me, I actually like the fact that every time I see Vegas, bro, it looks pretty empty. And I actually like that. So I don't want to go and I don't want to go to a packed Vegas, but I'll come to an empty Vegas. I don't mind wearing a mask, Tony. Right. So if I go to a, if I go to a casino and stay in a casino in Vegas, I can get drinks. Right. I can get my drink and get a mask or whatever and sit in a sports book, et cetera. I think I'm going to come to Vegas in uh, right around New Year's, like the weekend after New Year's. And in fact, I think I'm going to do my 19th anniversary show in Las Vegas this year. I haven't made the final decision yeah. yet, but. I think I'm going to be in Vegas in the first week of January. Whenever you're here, trust me when I tell you that you just tell me and the group of us here, and there's a large group of us that you know many of them, Teddy, myself, we'll, we'll take care of you. At the, we just met, all of us just met down at the oh. Circa, which just I'll opened. take care of you guys. Must, I'm, I, I, I live there. I'll I, take I, care I, of you guys. <laughs> well, good. Uh, listen, I'm a, I'll act like I don't live here and let you no, take no, care of No, no, I better not. Welcome. If you mean you're going to pay, if you're paying, I better shut up. Then. Yeah, yeah, I better shut up. If I'm the guest, if I'm, if I'm the guest. Yeah, so we're going to go to my old stomping grounds. Don't tell the wife. We're gonna, I'm going to take you out to the OG. You know, the old OG gardens? Uh, <laughs> sure, yeah. Well, I, you know, I'm, I'm a little, I'm only, I'm 10 minutes. Uh, from the strip, fifteen from downtown. Yeah, where do you and live? Without I, giving your address, but what, where, what do you live in? Summerlin? Like you, you seem like a Summerlin live, guy. I to live me. just, just north of Summerlin. Just north of Summerlin, an area you probably know very, very well. Uh, and uh, a million little dives that where I'm very comfortable. And yeah, yeah, yeah. my wife will, you know, chase. She chases those progressives around and been very lucky with those. Uh, we go somewhere. Does we your wife? Does here. your wife? Does your wife play the slots at all? Does she enjoy a couple of drinks? You guys go play the slots together, or does she not play at all? Yes. Well, yeah, she, yeah, did, yeah. she works for a big. She works for a big company here, and that's what they do. They are. Uh, they have 50, 60 plus little neighborhood taverns that are filled with slots and 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 you know poker okay. machines and video and kino machines. That's what they do. Yeah, I think I know. I know the. I know the place. Uh, so. You know, when I was in Vegas, so I, yeah, I lived on uh, Sahara, Las Vegas Boulevard, and I did my show out of the Don Best Studios. 
So I wasn't, sure. you know, I didn't work for Don Best, but, you know, up on uh, Sahara and Decatur. So um, you know, yeah. I was up there, Brian Blessing, my guy up there. And in those days, too, it was a who's who. And it was quite a talented room, actually, to be honest. Um, you know, I did my show there. Todd Furman had an office there. Kenny White, uh, Kelly in Vegas yeah. was like brand new, right? You know, brand, brand new. Yeah. You know, she was just breaking through there. She was, she was doing some videos, et cetera. But yeah, I did my TV show out of there in Vegas, national TV show on uh, on the Dish Network and uh, Map TV. But yeah, great times. I love Vegas. It's always, I you know, every time I go to Vegas, and like I said, I live there. I lived in Hollywood. I've, I've lived everywhere. Not everywhere, but I've been up and down a dial. And I get the, um, when I pull into McCarran, when I walk out of the airport, there's not a yeah. city in the world, Tony, that I feel more at home at. And I'm almost, I got goosebumps right now. Like the yeah. hair is standing. Like, honestly, like yeah. when I land in Vegas, I feel like I'm home. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, boom. I just, there's yeah. like a comfort level. Like the, the heat hits me, boom. And I'm like, oh, I'm like, I'm home. Boom. And I remember getting yeah, into a taxi. I, I looked like a tourist last time. I got into a taxi, pull out, driving. I told him, take paradise. He goes, no, 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 no. I said, take paradise. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. He goes, I go, uh, and about a minute, he goes, oh, you live here? <laughs> I was like, well, yeah, I said, yeah, yeah, you know. And like I said, Tony, just it's it's a friendly town too, isn't it? Like in Vegas, man, you get on a bus, bro. I used to take the bus up Sahara, right? I wasn't like, I, I'm not a, a shade of, I don't take taxis everywhere, but because I lived in the, in the condo and the bus stop was right in front of my place and the bus would get off yep. right in front of Don Best, right up Sahara. So, you know, if yeah. I was in a rush, I'd take a taxi. It was before Uber existed even. But I used to take the bus, and it was crazy. Like, people in Vegas, like, open up to you like no other place, right? Like, people are, like, people are private. You're on the – you'll see on the phone, like, people in Vegas on the bus, man, I got cancer. I got to go to the hospital. I got cancer right now. I think I'm done. Like, everyone's open. <laughs> like, everyone will tell you their life story in five minutes in Vegas, Tony. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yes. I love that scene. It's It's uh... – it's one place. I've lived a few places myself, Gabe, and this is one of the places I worked here for 15 years before I moved here because my the 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 wife didn't want the children going to school here. She'd like the school they're in. So, but long story to make it shorter is that here I've always said people they accept you. Almost everyone accepts you for who yeah, you sure. are, and they don't care. Yeah. They don't listen. They find you more yeah. interesting if you're different, uh, as opposed to being afraid of you. Absolutely. There's no politics and there's no race. Exactly. Like Las Vegas is not, and listen, it's easy for me to say as a white person, but it's not racist. Like there's not like, I, you know, in a sports book, no one talks, you know, and everyone just wants to beat the book, man. You know what I mean? Like, yep. like yeah. and it, it brings a type of person to Vegas. I'm not saying everyone's great there. It's a dangerous town. If you, you know, you got to keep your head up, but at the same point in time, like people are nice there. It's, it's a, I like it. I, like I said, I feel at home. I miss it. Um, I've lived in I've lived in Los Angeles, New York City, Las Vegas, Montreal, Toronto, Vancouver, all be all like world class cities, Tony. You know what I'm saying? All yeah. world class yeah. cities. And the only one is San Francisco. I'm a big fan of San Francisco. I'd never lived there, but I would. And Hawaii is the other one. When I was younger in my career, I got offered a gig in Hawaii, <laughs> and I could have went and did my show out there. But I was like, man, I'm just too young to jump off the grid now. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I can't talk Hawaii Rainbow Warriors all night, all, every night. 
All right, so let's jump my in next here. Neighbor, my next yeah, yeah, so go, my next neighbor has a house in Vegas, uh, and they don't live in it. And they've all, they tell me every time I see them, they say, "Listen, why don't you and go stay out uh, the house in Hawaii?" I'm sorry, Vegas in Hawaii for a couple weeks. And I said, "Well, if, uh, aren't they quarantining everybody out there? Well, I gotta go go out there and just sit in the house for two weeks." Uh, no, but uh, it's not. Yeah, <laughs> listen, I'll go. I got a house for you, Gabe. Let's go. All right, yeah, you and me, yeah, you and me. We're gonna go to Hawaii. We'll set up shop. We'll do some shows out there. Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> I don't know why you haven't legalized weed, but that's another story. <laughs> so, all right, so listen, we uh, we talk college in, in the first hour of the show. Let's let's get into the NFL here a little bit. Um, what do you make of this Baltimore-Indianapolis game? With the Colts are actually favored against the Baltimore Ravens. Has the sky fallen this uh, much on the Ravens? I know they got COVID issues, so talk to me about this game. No, I don't think they have. If, there's, if, you, want to, if you want to get down to the nitty-gritty, Gabe, I was talking to Vegas Chris, who you may know, may not know, here tonight, and we were talking exactly about what you just mentioned, and the fact is that he thinks this line should be even a little more with the Colts. I disagree with them, and w- what he brought up was that essentially, if you're looking, if you're a stats number, a numbers guy, Baltimore's a top 10 in 13 to 23 key defensive categories. Indy's a top 10 in 16 of those. Baltimore's a top 5 in 6. Indy a top 5 in 9. And I said that I thought when I first saw this line, Gabe, I thought Baltimore should have probably been a four or five point favorite in this game. And uh, it came down a little bit much, much. And for reasons that the Colts won, uh, that Baltimore won, that will be the reasons up. But in truth, uh, Baltimore win, they lost. But but uh, if you look at the stats, if you didn't know the final score of the Baltimore-Pittsburgh game, Gabe, and you looked at the stats, you'd say, well, Baltimore must have just taken Pittsburgh to the woodshed. Um, 260 yards rushing against Pittsburgh, uh, and and four turnovers. They did all this Baltimore did with four turnovers that hurt them. But in the in the long run, the Colts, in my opinion, if you want to get down to a nutshell and two sentences, here's the deal. Uh, I trust the coach in Harbaugh more than I trust Frank Reich. Not that I don't like Frank Reich, I just trust Harbaugh. Uh, if it's the quarterbacks, I certainly would rather have Lamar yeah. than I would. Yeah, Phillip that's Rivers. Where I'm going. And with. as far as defenses go, Gabe, defenses, uh, Baltimore's got a couple guys injured, but they're an elite defense compared to the Colts' defense. So this number, I, I, Baltimore's the play for me here. It's the play. I've played it. I've released it. And I believe that, I believe that uh, in the long run, if all things being equal, I believe Baltimore wins this and does so decisively. You know what, Tony? I've been betting against Baltimore on a weekly basis. Not a weekly basis, but generally I'm anti-Raven. Why? Because they're big favorites. Now, I'm getting Lamar Jackson as an underdog against Phillip Rivers. And I'm not that guy. I hate simplifying things. I'm not that stupid, guys. You know, I I don't cap games by the quarterback. But but I'm capping this game by the quarterback. (laughs) I'm getting Lamar Jackson plus a point and a half against Phillip Rivers. Phillip Rivers. You want Phillip Rivers and the Colts versus Lamar (laughs) coming off a loss that they just ran for 260 yards, coming off a loss against the Pittsburgh Steelers. You're going to lay points with the Colts? Give me the Baltimore Ravens, Tony. Well, yes. Uh, And and if you're a trend person, you like trends. If you're out there listening and you like trends, how about this? Uh, And he's 0-3 against the spread this year at home as an underdog. 
at Friday. That wouldn't be this year. I take that back. I'm looking at the numbers now. Indy's 0-3 against the spread as a home underdog under Frank Reich. Uh, and they were an underdog. And we, I'd have to look. The, the, the move, the line's been very volatile in this game, as it has been in college and everywhere because uh, of the situation we're in, the pandemic. All right, Tom. So, um what, let, 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 I'm going to go into rotation here. It's a weird. It's a weird slate. I don't really like the board this much. I like this game. All right, we only got 30 seconds. So we'll get this on the other side day here, and Tony will share a game with us. I like Washington. Washington's been two and a half. It's up to three right now. Uh, I think Washington will win this football game. To me, the Buffalo Seattle game is really interesting. So I look forward to your take on this one uh, on the other side when we come back. This total, I thought it would go up. It went up to 55 and a half. It came back down um, to 54 and a half right now. Weather's not a factor. This is going to be a track meet, guys. Love the over this football game. More Tony Finn on the other side. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Rage it up. Sports Rage with Gabe Marenzi. Rage all you want. You stupid horse! I got my last ten bucks on you! No! Don't look at me! Run! No! Don't come over here! Uh, Alright, great job in Massachusetts tonight. I can't get this done. Uh, Midtown uh, Manhattan talking about uh, Las Vegas. Uh, I miss uh, I miss Manhattan as well. That's the whole thing, too. People ask me, Tony. Which city do you prefer? Which this and that and whatever. And I don't, you know, I'm not saying this against anybody that stays in one place their whole life. But for me, I like, I like exploring Tony. You know what I mean? I'm the type of guy that's in my career. I was talking about on Twitter earlier. I used to be in a rock band, metal band. And since 1985, I've been touring. And I'm the type of guy that like, it doesn't mean if I move somewhere, I don't like it. Right. But my career has taken yeah. me to different places. Yet my life, basically, it's like two, three-year stints in different cities. You know, Hollywood, Las Vegas, Toronto, New York. Um, and I sort of bounce around every couple of years, and I pop up in a new great city. And I love it. I love it. Like uh, like I said, for me, and everyone's different. Everyone's life is different. So I don't say this as, I don't say this as derogatory as anyone, against anyone. But... I know some people, man, have been on the same radio station in the same city for 20 plus years. And I congratulate them. It's a great, it's a hell of an accomplishment. Stay on the, you know what I mean? But I'm just thinking for me personally, man, I can't wake up in the same setting for 20 years in a row, Tony. You know what I'm saying? And I, Vegas is different. I you, you know, you got a wife, you got a family, you're in Vegas. And Vegas is sort of a place you, you know, you, you can live and I get it. But, and I don't know, maybe part of me, I've never grown up, right? I've never settled in. I don't really have a home, and it is true. I'm from Montreal, but I don't feel like I don't miss it. I don't. It's just where I was born. Um, so it's just you know I don't really have a home, but I like to sort of you know bounce around. And sometimes I wonder where will I be in two years. I don't know. I'm not gonna lie though. L.A. L.A. San Francisco, and uh, I'm a big fan of New Jersey slash New York, but. 
Hoboken, New Jersey is amongst the, one of the best places in America, Tony. It's in it's right up Johnny. It's right. It's where Frank Sinatra. That's Johnny from. and he has great juice. Yeah, exactly, yeah. dude. Exactly. Uh, Frank, uh, if Frank Sinatra's from yeah. there, it can't be that bad. Guys, Hoboken, New Jersey. It was the. It's where baseball was invented. First ever baseball game was in Hoboken. Yeah. Um, there's a statue. There's a plaque and everything. First ever game in Hoboken. But Hoboken, crime is low. Chicks are hot. It just that that classic sort of Jersey, New York feel to it. Pizza parlors and yay, get out of my way and like. It's just it's just a fun place. People are great. And the thing is, you have a better view of New York from the Jersey side of things, right? When you're in New York, you don't see the skyline. You're in Hoboken. You're right on the water. It's right across. Loved Hoboken, New Jersey, Tony. Now, if you're sitting there one there, just make sure you tell them that you have to have about $100 worth of quarters in your car down that damn Jersey turnpike, by the way. Every mile oh, you got to throw quarters in that thing. Oh, dude, yeah, they shake you down, Tony. They shake you down, bro. You're right. They do. I used to get an Ubers. I used to get an Ubers, and it'd be like, it'd say 10 bucks, and it would turn into 18. I'm like, why did it say 10 and 18? Toll, toll. Yep. I'm like, toll? We toll. went two blocks. I yep. said, we didn't cross any, like, oh, it's a toll. It's Jersey, buddy. I love New Jersey. Nobody smiles there. No, I love it. I fit right in. Um, all right, so. NFL football. What do you is it is it too obvious? Am I too square on this, Tony? That I like the over in the Bill Seahawk uh, total. I like the over in this game. No, no, you're not listening. How do they stop uh, anyone? Uh, How are they going to stop anyone? <laughs> if you're listen, if you have the cojones to uh, to play an under in a, in a Seahawks game, then um, you know you're you're suicidal. You're absolutely suicidal. Uh, you either you either run from that like a you know, like a, a scared uh, uh, a rat in a trap factory, or you play the over. That's all there is to it. <laughs> in a trap factory. I like that. I never heard that one before. It's great <laughs> stuff. All right. So is this a trap? Because I've been talking about this one. I was on the New York Giants. The one game they won this year was against Washington. Yet yep. we were lucky to get it. I was on it. The Giants were up. They couldn't pull away. Uh, Washington scores with 36, 37 seconds left. Riverboat Ron lives up to his name and goes for the two. He doesn't get it. The dodge a bullet. The Giants have been good underdogs. They have been scrappy. They have been in games, but they don't win games. And now I tell you, this Washington team's interesting to me. Like, I, I believe we can put all the numbers, Tony, but I believe too. And What's the feeling in the locker room, guys? That matters. You know, there are a lot of analytic guys and fantasy guys. You guys don't understand what it's like to play sports. I played sports. I played in championship city. Like, I'm not all oh, like, Al, you know, I don't want to be like Al Bundy and stuff. But my grandfather played for the Montreal Canadiens. My grandfather played in the Olympics. My uncle played with Wayne Gretzky. All right. I won city championships in Montreal playing hockey. All right. It's like winning football in Alabama, guys. All right. Yeah. <laughs> I played hockey in Quebec. My competitor, Martin Brodeur, was like in the same league as me. All right. So, um, you know, you can go down like what we played. People don't understand the the human element of this, Tony. Uh, what's the room like? Like, What's the vibe like? Do you like the coach? What's that? You guys all get along? And it matters to me. And Washington, Tony, there might be a two-win football team, but they're cranking the music in the room. They're putting their jerseys on, and they're feeling good when they go out on the field. 
because they're got they're in a division race right now, and they already beat the team that's ahead of them. They got that tiebreaker in the back pocket. They're going to play again. They have a soft schedule coming up right now. This football team. I know your colleague Teddy Covers. I, I'm repeating a lot of things that he wrote over at Covers when it when it with his free pick, but. I, you know, I, I, am I overthinking this? What do you think about Washington getting nope. this done here on a short week against the Giants? Well, Teddy and I do a, an NBA show together every day during, during the NBA season. And Teddy and I are in the same school of thought there. And what you just talked about, you're spot on. And that is, uh, in fact, if you ask Teddy in the morning what he thinks about a basketball team, what he thinks about the locker room, et cetera, both of us, it matters. It not only does it, it matter, really does. it's it mission really does. critical. Mission absolutely critical. Teddy will Thank spend you. hours upon hours upon hours searching for quotes from coaches, from players. I've spent 20 years acquiring relationships with beat writers. That's one of the listen. That's one of the conundrums here wow, yeah, this year, yeah, Gabe, yeah. and that is they haven't let beat writers in. So I I Great don't point. have that. Listen, I've always been very comfortable. I can't get the feel of the locker room. It's so important to me. What do you do? Do you send them a bottle of wine, Tony? You send these guys a yep. bottle of wine, or you can't just bother them all the time. So, like, when you hear this, you have a relationship. Is it just you know them? Do you share your picks with them? You're like, all right, yeah. listen, I'm going to call what it. I do is- like, let's say Boise State beat writer. And that, that's the thing. Tony's a pro, and this is we're talking about gambling. So, real pro guys. And I'm lucky because I talk to these guys on my show, Tony, right? So, and stuff like that. So, yeah. but so you'll call a guy. Why would he take your call? I'm busy. Yeah, I got my life. Oh, I got a handicapper in Vegas calling me for inside stuff. But it matters, right? You call a guy at the Boise State press box 10 minutes before the game. All right, what's going on there? Well, you know what? The quarterback and the running back just got in a fight because he slept with his girlfriend. You need to know that stuff, right? So how does it work? You send him a bottle of wine or you tell him, listen, these are what my plays are this weekend. How's that work? Hey, this is how it works. And this is how it works different. From different, uh, from writer to writer, from beat writer to beat writer, but for the most part, they scratch my back, and how I scratch their back is they have, they, I save them a lot of information, a lot of time, and that is they may not know all the beat writers, they'll know some of them, but I can give them information they didn't have, they can put in their columns, and it, it, they, they appreciate that as much as I appreciate them giving me their insight on how that locker room is that you discussed. The, the main thing is when you do what I do, and you did what I've done, is that I get relationships. After after finally getting the uh, getting that acquisition that with that beat writer, then you have to make sure. Then you have to figure out the beat writer is, is he is he sincere? Is he going to help you or is he full of shit? So that's one of the things that that comes with not only that hand to get the game, <laughs> yeah. but when you get to well, the beat writer, you have to do that. Yeah. But you got to go with the old school beat writers because yes, because these new idiots don't know anything, right? They're just a bunch of dumb kids. All right, listen. Uh, it's care. Friday night. We're we're gonna shake we're gonna shake things up right now. Uh, Big card Julio steps up and in. Julio, if you got a game or you want to share a pick with us, bring it on right now. Big card Julio, Chicago. What's up? I enjoyed listening to you guys, uh, Tony Finn. Big fan of your work, everyone. Best of Thanks. luck this weekend. Over three and a half goals first on the soccer pitch with Dortmund and Bayern Munich could be one of the best soccer matches of the weekend. College football, Liberty plus 17 and a half. I mean, a team this good against Virginia Tech, I don't think they'll win. Maybe they'll lose by 12. I like it. I just don't think they'll lose by 17. And then on the NFL side, give me Kansas City, Carolina, over 52 and a half. 
I like that. Lions too. plus five, and 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 I don't know why I'm going to do this. I'm going to hate myself for doing so. But give me the Chicago Bears on the money line plus two twenty five to upset the Tennessee Titans. Everyone, best of luck this weekend. What do you think about his picks, Tony? Uh, what do you what do you think about those picks? Uh, uh, Liberty plus the points and everything else that he brought. Absolutely. Well, first off, uh, Liberty's no public play. So, yes, I played Liberty once this year. It was against Syracuse. It was an easy cover, an easy victory. So I, I yeah, agree with too. him on Liberty. And as far as Kansas City total, I think that total, uh, I, I think he's on the right side of that. He, on the north side of that, the odds makers closing number, 52.5, especially mostly because of what's happened to Jones. On the defensive line for the Chiefs, losing Jones to, the co- to basically to the COVID uh, in my opinion, it's two to three points more for the opposition. I like the over. I think he's spot the F on. Mick Aussie steps up in it. And, and you know what? Mick has actually been killing it this year uh, with his picks. I don't know what side or what contest you're in, Mick, but I know you're doing really well. So, uh, Mick Aussie, what's up, Mick? How you doing tonight? Yeah, Gabe, thanks for the, thanks for the line. And, yes, I uh, got some picks for the Steelers. Steelers on the minus, Bucks on the minus, Vikings on the minus. Steelers will absolutely smash the hell out of those cowgirls. Right, hold on, Mick. Hold on. Hold on. Mick, ca- hold on. Mick, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> Cowboys, Steelers. Guys, I tell you what, it's a lot of points to be laying on the road, isn't it, Tony? Just hold on, Mick, and we'll get back to you. Don't worry. We won't cut you off here, Mick. But what do you think of this, Tony? I, listen, I know the Cowboys suck. Who's starting? Is it Cooper Rush? Is it Garrett Gilbert? Garrett Gilbert's good. He's okay. I know Garrett Gilbert. At Texas Longhorn, SMU, played for the Bills. This guy's a journeyman. He's kicked around. He can play this guy. His father played in the NFL for the Bills. I think the spread's too high, Tony. What's your quick take? We'll get back to you here, Mick. Hold on. Well, What's your take on the Cowboys Steelers? I wouldn't I, I I wouldn't take the Cowboys in twenty. I agree with them hundred percent. It's it's a matter it's here's the deal. Uh, the Steelers the Cowboys aren't capable of backdooring, and I expect the Steelers to get a 21-point lead at halftime and wow. basically rest some of their some of their veterans. Uh, this Cowboys team, they were bad when Dak was at quarterback. They were bad. They Everyone over, overvalued this team, and defensively, they can't stop you, me, or Vic here. Wow. All right, Mick. He, he agrees with you. You think that the Steelers roll. Who else do you like? All right, we got thirty. We got thirty seconds, Mick. But I'll, I'll keep. I'll get you back up. I'll keep both of you up on the other side. What, what were your other picks, Mick? Who else do you like? Tony Finn, thank you, mate. Because Buckeye, because yeah. friggin' Tiger Cat Babano last night was too scared to lay seven on the Packers. I said on my show, Packers had smashed the 49ers, and they did. <laughs> All right, hold on, Mick. We get your picks. But Mick, don't tell us about the spread. Uh, box minus this, minus that's confusing. Just tell us you like the team. Yeah, it's, it's all good. Hang in here, Tony. We're going to wrap up the freak show on the other side. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. You're listening to Sports Rage with Gabe Morenci. 
continues. I am Marenzi throwing it down to Friday Night Free Show. All right, we've got a couple of minutes here, and i got to get my own picks, all right? We're too nice. We're everyone else their own picks, but follow me on Twitter, at SportsRage. Um, all right, so we got Mick Austin. we got Tony Finn with us. Tony, uh, not your best bet, bro. I don't, I'm not one of those guys. What's your best bet? But, you know, for people tuning in right now that have 50 bucks, 100 bucks, they're looking to win a couple of bucks this Sunday, College, NFL, one one college, one NFL pick. What can you share with us, Tony, in a minute here? Well, in college, I listen, I like Cincinnati over Houston in, in the AAC for a hundred reasons, and I know we're short of time, but for the most part, Cincinnati's better at every position on the field. There's not one position where Houston is uh, equal or quality as Cincinnati are. You're laying a big number there at that 13 but it's uh, it's a game that I don't expect to be close. Mick Austin. In the NFL, Gabe. In the NFL, uh, yeah, there's, there's NFL. five plays I really like. Bad, bad, I, give I, us I like all the five. Pittsburgh play. Give us all me. five. I <laughs> like the Pittsburgh. Let's go. But I and I, I I don't. I'm not. I'm one that is adamant. You don't bet bad teams, especially this year. You don't bet bad teams just because you're getting a big number. And while I say that, I don't consider Miami a bad team. I like. Listen. I like what Miami's done. I also don't bet rookie quarterbacks. I I fade them, but I like Tua in in Arizona this year this week against Cardinals getting points. I like this Dolphins defense. They've shown steady improvement, uh, and they've they've limited the option to 17 points or less in four of the last five games. Take Miami in the points. Wow, I like Arizona there. I like Arizona there. Mick, you've been killing it this year. What are your bets, Mick? Oh, mate, I, uh, there's something funny going on in the Ravens-Colts game. The line's gone from seven down to one. I'd like the Raiders to win. Take them on the plus one. I really like the Bucks like the minus 4.5 because Peter King said Bucks are going to win the Super Bowl. They're on the up. I like the Vikings at minus four because Matthew Stafford's sick, mate. He's got the COVID. He's got these sick. He's sick. He's weak. And take the Broncos at plus four, maybe money All right, line. Mac. Good stuff, Mac. Uh, you know what? In the morning, take Arizona State plus 11 and a half. Take the over in a Michigan-Indiana game. Other than that, you're on your own. Later. Later.